Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. It's been a wonderful day today, a very busy day for me. I want to thank all of my listening audience. I have a praise report. We still have our telethon, and we was raising money for two new computers. Man, I'm sitting here looking at this computer, and God is so good. We have a process with a four-course brand-new two brand-new laptops. God will provide for this ministry. I give all glory to him, all honor to him. He gets all the glory. I do not do any writing my name on no Bibles and none of that armor barrels and opening the door for me. I'm a soldier. Soldiers don't need no doors to be open. We'll bust them open. Okay? We've got to be hardened in Christ Jesus. We are in some very last, last days, man. I got on Instagram, and I just wanted to search it to see the marketing perspective that we have that can push this radio station out. Here at Live Living Internet Radio, we are really reaching a lot of people. And when I got on that Instagram, so much foulness, women showing their body like it's nothing. Everything is Botox, Botox, butt, 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 hips, and shaking, and things, and car. This is a messed up society worldwide. And the Lord said that there will be violence in the earth. God knows. People are so materialistic nowadays. It's sad. It is really sad. I, I tell you, it's sad. And uh, Christ is coming. It's just too much evil. Uh, there was a movie that I was watching called Babylon, just right blunt homosexuality. I mean, outright blunt women kissing women is acceptable in society. It's over. It's over. It's over. Christ is coming. I don't know when only the father will know when his son is coming. Right now, I want to thank all of the nations that listen to us, United States, 426 people, Finland, 210 people, Jamaica, 195, Germany, 326, South Africa, 227, Canada, 760, Australia, 1,433, Great Britain, those in Great Britain, you need to really pray for your country and ask the Lord to forgive your country for its sins for exporting slavery. Uh, and also for cutting up Israel in the 60s. That's why you lost your colonies and your power, because you messed with Israel. I am a supporter of Israel. Genesis 12, 2 and 3, curse those who curse Israel and bless those who bless Israel. Ireland, 520. Hungary, 127. Zambia, 260. Lutheranian, 120. Norway, 465. Israel, 623 Israeli Jews. They're not Messianic, Messianic Jews. They email me and say, stop telling people that they converted their Messianic Jews. They're not connected to masonry. India, 627. It is a blessing to be here tonight. We are going to be talking about exorcism, demonic spirits in your house. A lot of people don't realize that they can carry spirits. When you go out of town and you go to Africa, you bring an unk back in your house or some Buddha doll, you ain't doing them but bringing demons. Nothing but demonic spirits in your home. Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. 
and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. We thank you, Yeshua the Messiah, that you died at Golgotha, a place of a skull, to replace the fleshly mind. We come up against another Jesus, another doctrine. We come up against this false doctrine of Creflo Dollar. We bind that demonic spirit coming out of Dollar. We bind that demonic spirit coming out of Jesse DePlantis, Kenneth Copeland, T.T. Jakes, Joe Osteen. We take authority of this other Jesus that has no power and no glory. We bind it in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And, Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word is true and every man a lie. I stand on your word. I'm a friend of your word. I love your word. I will not take sides with any human being. Ain't no buddies with me. It's Jesus. If it's the truth, you submit. If it's not, you go. Lord, we thank you for the power that you have given us. We ask that you protect the hearers right now when this word go forth. Lord, use me as your oracle. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, we pray. Amen. Protecting your home from spiritual darkness. Amen. Have you ever had low voices sounds in your house? When you go to a home and buy a home that's been renovated or used by other people, do you know that they can leave spirits in that house? You don't know if that house had had a satanic ritual in it or not. I ask all of you to desire the gift of discerning of the Holy Spirit. This gift will protect you and give you information that your flesh and mind don't have to do that. How about muffled voices, objects vanishing in your home? Now, this happened to me about a year and a half ago. I was doing an exorcist with a master Satanist. Now, a master Satanist, that's the highest Satanist that you can deal with. And they was a member of the disciples of the Lamb. And this master Satanist was moving stuff in my house. And the Holy Spirit told me, keep going. I'll tell you where everything at. My wallet that was in the living room went straight directly into the sink where I had dishwasher and detergent and hot water in my wallet. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth told me, go get your wallet. I have protected your wallet. I took my wallet and I opened my hand. I went down in to get to to the sink where this master Satan put it. When I took my wallet out, it wasn't even wet. My ID was there. You see, the forces of darkness is very, very real. Instagram is pitiful. All these social medias, everybody in the flesh, and the devil's having a field day on people, especially in people's homes. I had an individual call me, and they told me that they purchased this home, and they can't get no rest in it. When I went to the house, that was about three days ago, I went to the home, and I don't tell anybody what I'm doing, where I'm going. You don't have to do that. You're getting glory. You want people to know what you're doing. I'm going to go here and go. That's just pride. I just go do it. I don't let nobody know what I do. So I went there, and it was a mess. I was hearing voices. Time I walked in the room, there was a Satanist in that house. And under the basement, the Holy Spirit told me there's a pentagram there. We had to erase the pentagram off. 
take the land that was cursed and turn it into a blessing, Deuteronomy 23, 5. So there's a lot of interesting things tonight that you will learn about this ministry, especially when you have demonic objects in your house. Most theologians and pastors and denominational, they don't know anything about this. In the ministry of deliverance, there's a variety of different spirits that attack people in all types of ways, especially in your home. Objects being moved, I've had that to happen to me. Dark shadows on the wall. Appliances being turned on and off in your house. Lights turned on and off at will. Strange, foul odor. Flesh that decay. That's rotten. That's hell. And demons do that. Dogs and cats acting weird. Now, if you got a pet, an animal, they're very sensitive to the spirit realm. I had two Dobermans, Maggie and Magnum. Mama, mama, and old man. My, my father was in special forces. My father was a Green Beret. And we had do, uh, German shepherds uh, in our home. And Lily would always, ah, 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 she would go like that. And, I, and then we found out that the priest came. Oh, it's hammers. I was Catholic then, but we brought what we had. And he blessed the house, and, and, and it got worse. <laughs> Dogs are very, and cats, animals are very sensitive to the spirit realm. So if you see your dog acting strange, don't hit the dog. Don't be mean to the dog. That dog sees something that you don't see. So be very careful and observe your dog and cat when you see them acting weird. Your name being called, impressions of someone is watching you. Footprints, appearance, strong negative emotion, feelings, that opens up doors to demons, and your home can have demons in it. Now, if you got any Stephen King's novels in your house, you ain't never open up a door to demons. Stephen King's is not a believer, he's a Satanist. Be very careful of what books you have and you still have in your house. Cursed be the man that maketh image, graven, molten images, and abominations to the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and put it in a secret place. Deuteronomy 27, 15. Be very, very careful. The Old Testament speaks of defiled land more than 15 times. The Hebrew word translated defiled is tama, which means foul or contaminated. Especially in a ceremonial or moral sense, homes as well as land can be defiled or spiritually polluted. So if you have a home, if you're a homeowner, I want you to know that you can take a curse and turn that curse into a blessing. Now you got to get this here because you may want to dedicate your house tonight to the Lord and you can take whatever in there and command it to leave out your house and bless it. The scripture reference I'm going to use to defend what I'm saying is in Deuteronomy 23.5. Nevertheless, the Lord thy God will not hearken unto Balaam, but the Lord thy God will turn a curse into a blessing unto thee because the Lord thy God loved thee. Now, I want you to be aware that the earth is cursed. So if you have a home, you're a homeowner, especially if you go to uh, hotels. Now, when I go to hotels, The first thing I do, 
is I get my holy water, and I sprinkle it in every corner. I bring that salt. I'm not getting no hotel and sleeping there. You don't know what's been in them hotels. Mostly in hotels, you got adultery, fornication, homosexual, lust, fantasy lust, crack cocaine. Because people go to hotels and get away from everybody. You see? And hotels is a magnet for demons. Say, for instance, your land. You can bless your land and turn it into a curse. Now, the Bible said that the earth is cursed. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 24, verse 6. Now, I'm going to show you scriptures because you may have some property and it may be cursed. Now, you're not going to get what I'm saying at Creflo Dollar, Eddie Long, T.T. Jakes. You ain't going to hear nothing about this. You'll never hear something about this, especially Joe Osteen. I got to hit him hard because I'm a pioneer, and I represent Christ Jesus of Nazareth. I don't represent nobody but Christ Jesus of Nazareth. And these pastors are not going to teach what I'm telling you, Okay. They're not going to teach what I'm telling you. Now, I got 90 seconds, and I haven't even started this sermon, and the demons took out an hour and 45 minutes, just took it out. So if any of you get disconnected out the blog talk room, you can go to www.livedeliverance.com supposed to have two hours in the blog talk room and it's gone that's boys and bounce that's electrical spirit see they don't want me to hear this two three days ago i was knocked off the air four times so i'm hit when i when i see this i'm doing good this is why i have a backup system if any of you are listening to me in the blog talk room and you get disconnected please go to www www.livedeliverance.com and listen to me on audio. Or you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and then you can go where it says Facebook and watch me live. I just got on air and they're giving me 10 seconds. I set this thing up hours and it's gone. That lets me know I'm doing a good job. Now, in the Ministry of Deliverance, you have to be very patient and not be agitated or upset with it because you got to recognize and you got to know that demons are trying to block you. Chaplain John Durden, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I don't know how long this is going to be in there, but if any of you get disconnected, Evangelist Janet Taylor, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. If anybody get disconnected be cool just go to www.livedeliverance.com and you can go to the audio version or you can go to facebook on our video content in the book of isaiah in the book of isaiah the bible speaks of something that's very important because your home could be on cursed land and you don't know anything about it. My people destroy because of lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. 
Now, if you go to Isaiah chapter 24, verse 6, Isaiah 24, 6, Therefore had the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men left. The earth is cursed. So if you have property, you can take that curse and turn it into a blessing because of Jesus Christ. In Galatians 3.13, Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is he that hangeth on a tree. If you go to Genesis chapter 5, verse 29, the Bible also speaks about cursed land. In Genesis chapter 5, verse 29. Now, if you go to a church on Sunday, you ain't going to hear none of this. They don't teach this. In Genesis 5, 29, and he called his name Noah, saying, The same shall comfort us concerning our work and toll our hands because of the ground which the Lord had cursed. You can turn that curse into a blessing. Amen? Now, if you are in your home and you may come on a demonic attack, that can happen. I've seen people had sudden chronic illnesses because that home was defiled, a Satanist was in there, and they spoke, spoke a curse. And when Satanists speak his curses on ground and land, they leave a demon there to harass people. So make sure when you get some property, you dedicate it to the Lord, and that you reverse the curse. If you got recurrent bad dreams or nightmares in that property around that, demons are attracted to defilement. And they'll use the house to dwell in until they get a body. Unusual habits of sleeping, behavior problems, relationship problems, constantly arguing and fighting. It could be a spirit in that house that has a legal right that you don't know nothing about. Arguing with misinterpretation of communication, lack of peace, restlessness, disturbed children, unexplained illnesses, bondage to sin, ghosts or demonic apparitions to which young children are particularly subjected to it. I had a case where the young person would say, I see him, I see him. And this educated enemy got, oh, he's just a child. He doesn't see anything. And the child was sent. Children are very sensitive to the spirit realm. Fear of demons cause people to deny their existence. And this is probably why in certain churches they don't teach this, lack of spiritual discernment. I see this a lot in Christian faith. There's no discernment with ministers. You cannot deal with evil spirits unless you have the spirit of discernment. Because you're going to guess and you're going to take poking and shots from your mind and you ain't going to go nowhere. It's very easy to have discernment of the Holy Spirit. Most modern preachers and teachers avoid subjects such as demonic activity. First century faith has largely been replaced by 20th century rationalization. And we had enough of that. Now, to keep your house pure, I would like to suggest some things to you. It tells us that there are certain people should be in your home. Did you know that? Let's look at it. Let's go to First Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. And it says, having a form of godliness but denying the power 
therefore from such turn away. He comes to pass. I think I need to come to the house and visit. He don't have no power. Turn him away from your house. What is he doing in your house? Turn away. They don't have no power. Keep people out of your house. Now, in 1 Corinthians 5.11, the scripture says, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunken, or an extortioner, with such not your one not to eat. Don't eat with them. Don't compromise the word with them. Get them out of your home. People that are not supposed to come into your house, regardless of whether they are family, friends, and acquaintance. When you say family, physical family, let me say this. I've gotten deep in this ministry. I don't recognize physical family. There ain't no way in the Bible. You mean to tell me you're supposed to be a pastor and you don't like the family, the physical family? No, I don't, because that's not the true family. Cousins, uncles, even my son came up in here. My son came to eat with me. I said, I can't eat with you. You're fornicating. What am I going to eat with you for? You need to leave. God honored that. Average person, you didn't deny your child. That's fleshly. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 46, the Bible says Jesus' true family, not the physical family, but the true family. While he yet talked to his, to his people, behold, his mother and his brethren, that's close as you can get in the family, stood without desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him, Who told me that? Who's my mother? And who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hands toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my sister and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same as my brother and sister and mother. That's why I don't deal with physical family. Cousin and uncle, I don't, I ain't, I, none, I don't go to no family reunion. They ain't saved. I ain't got time to be trying to convert somebody who's going to judge me because in Jesus, he went back to Nazareth and he couldn't do not one miracle. Isn't this Jesus, the carpenter's son? You get judged. So turn them people over to somebody else and keep them out of your house if they ain't saved. I don't care who they are. People are not supposed to come into your house regardless of whether they are family, friends, or acquaintance. In Second John chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, Whosoever transgression and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, have not God, he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he had not the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. That's in the Bible. Neither bid him Godspeed. Neither bid him Godspeed means to say, God bless you. Notice in verse 10 it says, this means no one, including your father, mother, or son. And y'all ain't at that level. I'm at that level. I don't care if you're my uncle. You ain't saved. You ain't coming to my house. Because the Bible tells me that. I'm a deliverance minister. So I ain't got time to be mingling with folks uh, that's unholy, that don't want God, that just go to Jordan. I listen to Reverend Kilmore. He's a good man. And that's about all he got. You need to go, man. I don't hang with a lot of people. I don't deal with people because people have spirits. I don't like being around a lot of people since I've been in this ministry. Well, the Bible says you got to fellowship with those, you know, Fellowship with the believers. Yeah, but I want somebody in the same accord with me dealing demons. You don't want to deal with demons? I ain't going to sit and talk to you. I'm wasting my time. Me and you ain't working. How can two come together that they agree? Amos 3.3. 3. 
Ephesians 5.11 says, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. This means that if anyone bodies abide not in Christ, you should correct them, especially in your house. First Peter, First Timothy 6.5 says, withdraw thyself from people who are not abiding by his word. Perverse, disputers of men, corrupt minds, destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such, withdraw thyself. Romans 16.17 indicates what type of people we should avoid. Now, I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division, offenses contrary to doctrine, which ye have learned and avoid them. Most people don't do that. Now, if you want the anointing, you have to pay a price for it. I have no Christmas trees in my house. I do not support Christmas. I don't do Easter. I don't do bunny rabbits. I do not do uh, Thanksgiving. That's the biggest lie on earth. The Santerias had slaves on the ship. These people came to the Indians. They were hungry. Europeans, destitute of food. And they fed them. And they put Pocahontas on an exhibit in London, England, and killed everybody else. This stuff is real. Now, since we got that out the way, let's deal with evil spirits in your home. Okay? Classic examples of the use of dragons in Chinese. The dragon is one of the Bible's description of Satan. When you go overseas and bring that stuff in your house, you ain't done them a transfer of spirits and you gave them a legal right to come in your house with Chinese dragons. I don't have no pictures of no dead relatives in my home. I don't have no pictures of Jesus in my house. And you see people with a Bible on the on, on uh, fireplace with Dr. Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy, who committed adultery with uh, another woman, and they put him next to the Bible with Dr. King. <laughs> I don't have no pictures of no dead ones in my If somebody's dead in my family, I send the pictures to here. I get rid of them. I just don't do it because I know how demons are. A classic example of Western art, for the most part, is based on natural images and influences. You have to be very, very careful what you bring into your house. Lack of spiritual discernment when you bring these things in your house can cause a lot of problems. Why I say this, if you have an unk god in your house and you go to Jamaica, I live in Jamaica. I don't have no Rastafarian images in my house. That's an idol. I don't have no unks in my house. I don't even have a crucifix in my house. A crucifix does not represent Christianity. It represents Roman capital punishment. A cross. I don't use no cross when I do an exorcism. I use the word of God. You see the movies, they got the cross. I ain't never had no cross. The Lord told me, you don't need that. I'm in you. Why I got to have an image to show the devil when he's in me? Greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, when you bring these things into your house, you can bring an accursed thing because demons are attracted to dry things. 
In Luke eleven twenty four, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. He say, I will return unto my house where I came out. Anything that's dry attracts demons for some reason. Let's look at this in Psalms chapter 68, verse 6. Psalms 68, verse 6. Psalms 68, verse 6. God set the solitary in families. He bring out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious, R-E-B-E-L-L-I-O-U-S, dwell in a dry land. Demons are rebellious toward God. They like draw, draw land. You can bring in a cursed thing in your house. That happened to Joshua in the Bible. I got to make a check to see if they're still in the room. Chaplain John Durden, can you hear me? Clearly. Okay, good. They're still in the room. Okay, let's go to Joshua chapter 6. You know, you can bring a cursed thing into your house from overseas. A lot of deliverance ministers don't know this. And I've had people to call me bringing stuff overseas. I don't bring no art in my home. And I definitely don't have no Jesus with long hair looking feminine. That's Michelangelo's first cousin. He was a homosexual. Jesus, the Bible says, his face was totally disfigured when they beat him up. So I don't have no pictures of Jesus. I definitely don't have Donald Trump in pictures of Donald Trump in my house. <laughs> no, no American president. These are human beings that bring spirits. You can have something in your home and can cause a serious problem with you. Let's read this in the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 17. You can bring an accursed thing in your home. In Joshua chapter 6, and let's go to verse 17 and 18. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, take shew me a sign that thou takest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee, and bring forth my present, and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come. Now, in Joshua 6, 17, and 18, they brought an accursed theme in their home. And God didn't like it. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, 16. Deuteronomy 28, 16. You can bring an accursed thing in your house. I watch the uh, Travel Channel a lot. Because they're haunted houses and demonic spirits and... Uh, I'm about to move into getting an EBT in a spirit box. The Lord is sending me a spirit box where when I deal with demonic spirits, I can talk to the demon through the spirit box. Well, Pastor Emmett is going way off the rain. Electricity attracts spirits. This is why I come on the tack when I'm teaching on the Internet. Boris and Mounts to try to chew it, electrical spirits. Even right now in the blog talk room, it got me off air, but thank God they're still in there. In Deuteronomy 28, 16, Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the fields. A city can be cursed with homosexuality, an event that carries homosexual activities, a mall, or an auditorium, all them people in there are homosexuals or lesbians. 
do you don't think them demons is just going to go with them? They're going to stay right there to the next event. And this is why people don't have the full arm of God on because they don't understand spiritual things. God does not want us to bring that type of stuff in our house. I'm going to show you another object that was demonic and God didn't like in Exodus chapter 32. Let's go to the book of Exodus. And we're going to go to the book of Exodus. chapter 32 Exodus 7 8 20 32 the golden calf that's demonic and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us a god. Look at it in the Bible, it's a little bitty G. It's not a big G. The capital G is Elohim. The small G are demons. It says God, G-O-D, gods, which shall go before us for as for Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we walk not what has become of him. So they got impatient, and here Aaron they finna make a golden calf. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons and your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in the ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with graven tools. After he had made it a molten calf, and they said, these be thy gods of Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. They opened the door to demonic spirits. God didn't like it. And when Aaron saw it, that he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamations and said, Tomorrow it is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and often burnt offerings and burnt peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up early. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down for thy people, which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. You will corrupt yourself, having objects in your house that is not of God. Molten images of unks, upside-down crosses, pictures of spiritual leaders, Mahadi Gandhi, Dr. Martin Luther King. I don't have none of that in my house. Let's go to Deuteronomy 27, verse 15. Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or molten image, an abomination to the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and put it in a sacred place, and all the people shall answer and say amen. See, that's wrong. You may not have a cursed object in your house, or you may. If you've been overseas and you bring some of that stuff, I don't bring nothing from Jamaica in my house. Nothing. You got Rastafarian in Jamaica, Obia spirits in Jamaica, black magic, witchcraft, conjums. I don't have no earrings, Jamaican color flag. I don't, American idols have idols here. 
got all kind of idols open up the door to, to demons. In, the, in 1 John 5, 21, the Bible says, My dear children, present yourself away from all idols. It's an evil thing. Let's go to Joshua chapter 7, verse 1. I'm going to show it more profoundly in Joshua 7, verse 1. Hang on. Joshua. Numbers. Judges. There we go. Joshua chapter 7, verse 1. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. They brought things into the camp that God didn't want them to bring in. For Achan, the son of Camite, and the son of Zebedee, the son of Zarah, and the son of Judah, took up the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Behaven of the east side and Bethel and spoken to them saying, go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai, Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, let not all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and smite Ai and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. So they went up thither of the people, about 3,000 men, and they Fleed before the men of Ai, and the men of Ai smote of them about thirty and six men, for they chased them from before the gate of Sibarium, and smote them, and going down wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Now watch this. We're going to read this to verse 26. Verse 7, And Joshua said, Arise, O Lord God, wherefore? Hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we have been content and dwell on the other side of Jordan? O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall envile us around and cut off our names from the earth. And what will thou do unto thy great name? And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up, wherefore, lest thou thus upon the face. And Israel had sinned, and they have transgated my covenant which I commanded them, for they have even taken of the accursed thing, and have also stolen, and dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. That what opened up the door to a cursed thing because the Israelis was breaking objects that was not of God into their home. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before the enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they were in a curse. Neither will I be with you anymore, except you destroy the accursed from among you. Up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourself against tomorrows. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, this is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou canst not stand before thy enemies until ye take away the accursed thing from among you. 
Objects bring a curse if it is not of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. The Apostle Paul and Jesus, nowhere in the Bible said they put a cross on you that represent Christianity. A cross does not represent Christianity. It represents Roman Catholic, I mean Roman uh, law, because that was the law in those days to crucify the Lord Jesus. There are a table that can be cursed. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10, 16. You see, a lot of people don't know this. The Lord has taught me very well. I'm just an errand boy. I ain't nobody. I'm nothing. I stay humble to get this revelation. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, we're going to look at something very shocking. Did you know that when we have communion, it represents an object of blessings? In 1 Corinthians 10, 16, the cup is an object. The cup of blessings, which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? You see, there are objects that can be blessed and objects that can be cursed. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 10.21. There are two cups, one blessing, one curse. 1 Corinthians 10.21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord. So the Lord's cup is a blessing. Now, watch this. And the cup of devils. A lot of people don't know that. You got uh, Muhammad on a cup, and you're drinking it. When I go to a Asian restaurant, and they want to give me the cookie with the horoscope sign in, I turn it down. I said, no, don't bring it over here. No, no. I said, didn't I tell you don't bring it over here? They want to push that on you. They know it's curse. And you open up the cookie and you read the horoscope. The cookie is dry until it go in your mouth. That's why it's hard. They know what they're doing. They're protecting that demon in that letter to which you read so you can get into astrology which violate the book of Psalms chapter 8. Because in the book of Psalms chapter 8, the Bible says that God has ordained the stars. Psalms chapter 8, verse 1, O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who set the glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thy enemies, and thou mightest still the enemy and the vengeance. When I consider the heavens, the work of the fingers, the moon, and the stars, S-T-A-R, which thou hast ordained, and they turn it into an idol. You eat it, you open it, and you read the horoscope. Now you've got a spirit of astrology, and then jump right into you and don't even recognize. So when I go to a Japanese Oriental place, they want to give me that cookie. Put that cookie up. I don't want it. Send it away from me. I am very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Very sensitive. You have to be sensitive. So you got a table that can be cursed, the a blessing, it could be both. In first Corinthians ten twenty one. You cannot drink the cup. That's an object of the Lord. He go an object with the devil. And the cup of devils. You cannot be partaker of the Lord's table. It's a table, which is an object, it's blessed. 
And then it says, and the table of devils. Do you know that tables can be demonically enhanced? You may go by. I don't like to go to these markets where people selling old stuff. A lot of people get caught up in bringing things to their home, demonic objects, a ditty box. That ain't nothing but demonic. It's a Jewish box in the Holocaust where the Jews would capture the demons and keep them in there so that they wouldn't get attacked, the ditty box. And there are people who have bought this ditty box, and they get a lot of problems when they bring that thing in the house. You have to be very sensitive to the spirit realm to understand these, these things. Demonology is the study of deceit. Satan is deceitful. And Satan don't want you to know that you can bring an object in your house because of it. Oh, it's just a panther with red eyes. A panther don't have red eyes. Oh, it's okay. Let the kids play with the demon doll. E.T., the movie. That was nothing but a demon. Everybody go and see E.T. and crying over the demon. Yeah, man, look here. The devil got game for everybody out here. You better be up on your game with the Lord. Now, let's look at blessed objects. Let's look at Joshua 6, 3, 4, 5, and 6 for blessed objects. Joshua 6. We're going to go to 3, 4, 5, and 6. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus says, thou do six days, and seven days priests shall bear before thee the ark, seven trumpets of ram's horn. That's a blessing. That's a blessed object, a ram's horn. Now, I'm going to play the chauffeur and let you hear an object that brings blessings to us. This is the chauffeur. This is a ram's horn. This is a blessed object. I've done this in deliverance and exorcisms and had demons to flee. It's an object, but it's a blessed object. Let's go to Psalms 150. We're going to see some instruments that can be blessed and instruments that can be cursed. Music is very powerful. And the instruments can go in either kingdom. There are two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26 and 12, 28. And instruments can be a bless if they played right, and they can be a curse if they played wrong. Let's go to Psalms 150. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the fragment of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellency. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Now, a trumpet can be good for praising the Lord, and a trumpet can be good for in the world. So it's an object that can go in both kingdoms. This is why music is so subtle. I'm very cautious of what I hear. I don't like worldly music. I hate it. Because the sound is not representing Christ. It's representing the devil and self-exhortation and the flesh. Earth, wind, and fire, the three elements of earth, they ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Prince playing his guitar, they ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. 
Nothing. Meatball, aerospace, all these demonic musicians are taking instruments and turning it to the devil. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the parsley and harp. Praise him with the tremble and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him on high cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So the breath of instruments can be used by the devil or by Jesus. Two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26 and 12, 28. Let me show you another blessed object. Let's go to Exodus chapter 25, verse 10. Exodus chapter 25, verse 10, Exodus. Now, in the book of Exodus, where is that Holy Spirit? Thank you, Lord. Exodus 25, 10 through 25, 25, 10. The ark, and they shall make an ark of Shemite wood, two cubics, and a half shall be the length, therefore, and a cubic and a half that breathe, therefore, and a cubic and a half height, therefore. This is a blessed object because this was the ark of the covenant where God dwelt at. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, Wherein and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. This is a blessed object. The shofar is a blessed object that can be used to bring praises and battle cry to the children of Israel. The trumpet can be a blessed object. The shofar is the original trumpet, but you got trumpet players, Dizzy Calepsi, Miles Davis. I'm a trumpet player. That's why it's easy for me to play that shofar. I play trumpet. Ain't nothing but a mouthpiece like a French horn. But you can take that instrument and bring praise to God or you can bring curse to God. God doesn't like worldly music. And if you're born again a Christian, be very careful what you I don't like hearing it. It just messes up my spirit. I can't hear it. My spirit gets rattled with it. I just don't like it. It's not of God. It's not glorifying God. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in four corners, therefore, and two rings shall be on the side of it, and two rings on the side of it, and thou shalt make stars and spit in wood, and overlay them with gold. That's a blessed object. And thou shalt put the stars in the ring by the side of the ark, that the ark may be bored with them. Thou stars shall be in the ring and the ark, and shall not be taken from it, and thou shalt put into the ark the testimonies which I shall give thee. And thou shalt make a mercury seat of pure gold, two cubics and a half shall be the length, therefore, and a cubic and a half billet, therefore. And thou shalt make chesmans of gold, and beaded work shalt thou make them, and two ends of the mercury seat. And make one cubic of the end, and the other cubic of the other end, and the mercury seat shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends therefore. These are blessed objects that God is telling them to make for him to dwell in. So these objects can be blessed and they can be cursed. You got an ink in your house, an upside down cross, that is demonic. You got any symbols of Hitler in your house, 
That's a spirit of anti-Messiah, and it's against the Jews. I had a Christian friend named James Jones. I don't mess with him no more. James Jones invited me to his house in Virginia. I went there, and on his wall, this is a Christian who has Stonewall Jackson, and he told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man. That's a cursed object because Stonewall Jackson has slaves. He can't be good to oppress a person. Let's go to Exodus 25.10. You've got to be real careful what you bring in your house. I have dealt with this. I have been in houses with all kinds of stuff, and I've seen some serious manifestations. This stuff is real. If you don't believe it, just put a, a cursed object in the house let it sit there six, seven days, and you're going to be very uncomfortable when you go to sleep. You can try it if you don't believe me. <laughs> go ahead. Exodus 25, 10 through 22. Exodus 25, 10. All of this here is concerning an ark, Mercury seat, two cherubim, the ark. God wanted specifically to establish so he can rest and be comfortable when he's going with the children of Israel. There are several examples of objects in the Bible. Let's look at this. In Exodus 17, we deal with an object. And Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded, and Aaron cast down his rod. That's, a, that's an object. That's a blessed object. Before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it, and it came as a serpent. Now, the devil got the same thing, because there's two kingdoms, but not his power with God. In Exodus chapter 7, verse 11, then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now, the magicians of Egypt, they also did like manner with their enchantments. That's conjuring up spirits. Exodus seven twelve. for they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rod, because God's kingdom is more powerful. Let's look at Numbers chapter 10. It's all in the Bible. Thou money cometh. You're not going to learn it by listening to thou money cometh. Say you that right now. He just banging on thou money cometh. Oh, I'm going to keep banging on thou money cometh because it's sickening. It's pitiful. Not of God. Thou money coming unto me now. Demonic. Let's go to Numbers 1033. Numbers. Chapter 10, verse 33. Numbers 10, verse 33. And they departed from the mount of the Lord their day's journey, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them in three days' journey to search out a resting place for them. Cloud of the Lord was upon them by day when they went out of the camp. Now, I encountered, this is an object, but it comes from the sky. I have encountered this with Pastor Wayne Thompson at Fellowship of Faith Church. I was a trumpet player. Before I was a trumpet player, uh, I was a janitor, and then from the music department, I was a messenger. And this is how I had the love for Jamaica. And Pastor Wayne, my pastor, we was praising and singing the Lord, and we saw a cloud come in the church surrounding Pastor Wayne. It surrounded all of us. And that was the most peaceful moment I ever had in my life. 
clouds. It's not an object, but it is a vehicle that can be used by God and the devil. Satanic Satanists try to take the moon cloud to turn it around to bring curses on people. That's more deeper, so I don't want to get into that because I'll lose you. All right. Let's look at Numbers chapter 14, verse 44. But they presumed to go up into the hilltop, nevertheless the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and Moses departed not out of the camp. So the ark represented what? A blessing. The Bible speaks of this 41 times. You can see a cloud of the Lord in Numbers 10.34. Let's look at another object God used. This is very simple, but it has power behind it. Let's look at Exodus. Chapter 3, verse 2. This is an object, but he it was a tree, but he used it for his glory. The devil can use it too. So you got to discern from the Holy Spirit what is good and what is not good because both kingdoms can use it. It's according to what kingdom that you're in to deal with an object. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burnt with fire, and the bush consumed. God used it. That's an object. You may have books in your house of Hitler, witchcraft books, and Harry Potter. You may have secret organization books in your house, Freemason books. That's an accursed thing. You got to get rid of them. Books of astrology, you have to get rid of them. You got to get them out of Scientology. Uh, thank you, Lord. Jehovah Witnesses, Eastern Star Books, Mason Books. Got to get rid of that and burn them. Acts 19, verse 19 and 20, many of them also which use curious arts brought their books. That's an object. It's, it's, a, it's paper. The Bible's made of paper, but it has words in it that's holy. Many of them also which use curious arts brought them books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the pieces of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. You have to be very, very careful. What do you put in your home? Things related to heathen worship, such as voodoo dolls, spirit masks, snakes, dragons, thunderbirds, phoenix, and all forms of black magic worship violates Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14. It violates Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27. It violates Exodus chapter 22, verse 18. It also violates 1 Samuel chapter 28, verse 7. Again, voodoo dolls, spirit masks, snakes, dragons, thunderbirds, phoenixes in your home, upside-down cross unks, black Muslim picture, Louis Farrakhan, represent demons. Malcolm X represent demons. He wasn't saved. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27, and Exodus chapter 22, verse 18. Also, 1 Samuel, chapter 28, verse 7. Things related to past sins, such as necklaces, your love letters and your loved ones, photos of your ex-girlfriends you leave in your house. That's an unholy soul tie. If any man is married to a woman, he don't need to have his ex-girlfriend pictures nowhere around his wife. Get it out the house. You're going to go memory recall. You're going to look at them pictures. You're going to have some love for that person in the flesh. 
Now you got imaginations. The Bible says cast down all imagination that exalt itself up against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought. So you have opened up a door to imagination by those photos in your house. I have no pictures of any family members with any dead remnants in my house. My sister, you got pictures of daddy? That's, mm-hmm, I don't have it in here. I don't want them. They're gone. Let the dead bury the dead. Oh, Pastor Wayne, you don't have no pictures, Brother Emmett. Hey, Emmett's serious about this because y'all don't deal with demons like I deal with them. So I got to make sure I'm straight because any mistake I make, they'll hit me up. Things related to past sins, necklaces, rings, love letters, photos of past loved ones in your past life. That's an unholy soul tie. Things which unknown history, which are not inherited evil by design. Pray about them. Decide whether the Lord wants you in the house. Get them out your house. Things that become gods in our lives, collections, antiques, clothing, money, jewelry. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 21, don't have no idols coming up against us. Ouija boards, also known as witch board in Exodus 22:18. Games like Dungeons and Dragons, Masters of the Universe, Pokemon, video games which bring witchcraft references, extreme violence. That opens up the door to spirit of murder. Buddhist, Hindu, and other Eastern worship artifacts. There are Christians that carry their children to Taekwondo classes. You just open up your child to demons. Egyptian unks crossed with upside-down taps. That brings demonic spirits in your house. Items related to Satanism, witchcraft, New Age, yoga, zodiacs, crescent moons, crystal balls, pyramids, martial arts, clothing that look demonic. Things related to astrology, horoscopes, Edward Casey, Gene Dixon, comic books, rock posters, hard rock music, metal objects in your house, pornography, materials of any kind of sexual explicit videos bring the spirit of lust in your home. Arts with demonic representations such as snakes, spirit dreams, gargoyles, skulls, I don't have that in my home. Materials related to Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, Universe Church of Reverend Sun Yon Moon, Scientology, Astrology, Worship, Islam, Rosicrucianism, Zen Zen, and Hare Krishna open up doors to demons. All heathen souvenirs such as Stephen King, Halloween, books, you are really open up the door to demonic spirits. The foul land, blood said, early mentioned the story of Cain and Abel. From this story, we see that blood said affected the very land of which the violence occurred, and the blood of violence penetrated the ground. The prince of the powerful air gave right into that land through a cursed object when Cain killed his brother Abel. Genesis chapter 4, 1 and Genesis uh, 4, 1 through 17. Any sin on that land through slavery you better make sure you break the curse because you're going to inherit it. The Ark of the Covenant, the Ark was a chest made of Achaia wood, overlaid with pure gold inside and out. It was three feet, nine inches long and two feet, three inches wide. And it, and it commanded Moses to put it in the Ark. And the golden pot of Mammon, Aaron's staff had Buddha and the two stones tablets of which the Ten Commandments was written is an object. Now go in your house, look around, and clean it out. And ask the Lord Jesus of Nazareth to give you revelation to show you what's in your house 
that is of the Lord with discernment of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have discernment, give me a call and at 678-701-3733, and we'll help you, and we'll carry you through it so you can get that stuff out your home. But some of y'all have some stuff in your house that is demonic. And when you got demons in your house, you have to get them out. Amen? We want to thank you for listening to us at Live Deliverance Internet Radio at www.livedeliverance.com. Please sow a seed here to continue to support this ministry. We want you to support this ministry at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand corner. You can sow a seed and also at the top of our website at GoFundMe. God bless you. We're going to open up the room for conversation at 646-378-1857. Shalom and good night. Stand by for those who are in Blog Talk Radio. And let's open up the room here with Chaplain John Durden. You got the mic. I like the uh, presentation regarding uh, the home, how you can violate your home and have it demon-possessed, because I can relate back way back to the experience of my daughter who moved into a home. And you have to be careful. Sometimes you might move into a house and move so beautiful and everything else without knowing, without knowing who the people were that used to live in the house. And they can be devil worshippers or doing crazy things, having crazy signs and thoughts and everything in their home to cause the house to be demon-possessed. And that's what uh, drew my daughter into the, um, into the kingdom of God and regarding uh, uh, demons. And, uh, and that experience put Brother Emmett and my daughter together in fighting um, deliverance ministry. And otherwise, had not uh, he known, he would have excused it, and my daughter still probably be in the house screaming hard because she, she thinks move around the night. That stuff is really real. And we have to be honest about it. Do, do, are we really serving the Lord? Because he really means things to us. He's a God, and I've learned a whole lot of things through this deliverance ministry because all of you listening, probably just like me, we never had that type of experience in, in school. All we just heard and was taught just basic theology, but not anything about demonologies and anything else about house being cursed and everything else. We weren't taught all that stuff. So I thank the Lord who decided at this time and age, decided to really focus on it and gave attention to the to deliverance ministry so we can know what's going on. Because the time is short, and it's time we need to know who our enemies are. And God bless the inspiration of this teaching tonight. Amen. Evangelist Janice Taylor, you have the mic. I learned a lot tonight. I um, really, um, I knew about um, home exorcism. As a matter of fact, I, I was called to somebody's house to come and clean out some objects there. Uh, I want to add one thing. Uh, I want to, if a house has roaches, if a house has roaches, it, it, it's because the house is unclean, but also they represent um, unclean spirits. They represent unclean spirits. And um, this house had, this house had unclean, this house had many objects in it, and um, it was filled with roaches. So I, I knew I knew uh, about that, 
uh, I learned tonight about um, those appliances being turned on um, in your house. I, I had not heard that before, but I have um, I have experienced it, but I didn't know what it was. So thank you for sharing that. That was that was really an eye opener for me. Yes, and uh, the information about the hotels that was um, um, uh, eye opener. I always pray when I go when I have to travel. I always pray. The first thing I do is is I, I pray when I go into a hotel room and I begin to uh, take authority over the room and bind up any uh, spirits in there and cast them out. But um, I, I learned a lot, you know, when you talked about the salt and the holy water and how demons are, um, hotels are a magnet for hotels. I I was unaware of that. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I travel a lot and I stay in hotels a lot. So um, the salt and the holy water um, was, was very, uh, that, I needed to hear that. I really needed to hear that. So thank you. Thank you so yes, much. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Evangelist Taylor, what are you teaching tomorrow? You got the you got the pulpit tomorrow. Uh, uh yeah, I'll be right here on uh Blog Talk Radio and our topic uh for tomorrow night is on um the Good Shepherd. Talking about the Good Shepherd tomorrow night. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. All right. We're going to see Advantage Janitary tomorrow, Chaplain John Durden. God bless you. I'm about to get ready in about another hour. I'm going to be back on air tonight at 12 o'clock. I will be in Ghana, Africa, April. Uh, September, I'll be in South Africa, and I'm going to be doing some trips, and they, they wanted me to do a Sunday service. I don't do service on Sundays. And they agreed to bring it on a Wednesday or Friday. I'm not coming on no Sunday. Sunday is not no day to be teaching nothing. Uh, it's a day. It's, it's, it's not approved by Christ. Uh, it was approved by the Pope, by man. And this is why I don't do it. I will not teach on any Sunday. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you offer me. I will turn it down. I am not teaching. Jesus didn't teach on no Sunday. And you got all these pastors teaching on the wrong day. And they can't even get the basics right. Jesus is Lord of Sabbath, Shalom, Shabbat. God bless you. We're going to close out and have a wonderful day. As that the power of the Holy Spirit comes during this exorcism, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Yet Michael the Archangel, when contempting about the body of Moses, does not bring in a real accusation, but said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We ask for angelic angels through this deliverance. And that the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, whichever Holy Ghost that you want to use to come in operation, we are free to follow and submit to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Brother Tiro, go down. Brother Tiro, go down. All spirits of anger. The Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth command you to come to the mouth gate anger. What? To put the Baba Rasa to connect to the Baba Rasa. To connect to the Baba Rasa to put. 
Good evening, this is Pastor Emmett Overton from Fellowship of Deliverance Ministries. What you're about to hear is a live recording that happened in 1970. Please, when you hear this, be led of the Lord. Do not attempt to do an exorcism by talking to demons. God put on this brother's heart to do this so that people can hear the battle, the clashes between two kingdoms. If you cannot hear the Lord, do not attempt to do an exorcism. You have